1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Build for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Build for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you haven't tried Build for the Stage, go to buildforthestage.com, and we'll be on our way with seven days of a free trial, marrying your fitness journey with your pursuit in a career in theater. Special thanks to BPN, Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. Okay. Special guest, as always, just got to see this star in Americano, the musical at New World Stages, Uh, been a fan from afar, and very, very grateful that I finally get to chat with our guest uh, in kind of person through this virtual screen. Um, she also is a part of the pop-soul duo called Lumos. We'll make sure to put the info on Lumos in the description of this episode, so if you want to Listen to her tunes. I was just cranking out this song called Flames uh, early in the morning as I'm hosting this episode from my beautiful office in Ohio in my parents' room of their house, whatever. If you're watching on a video somewhere, Um, you can check us out on YouTube at Bill for the Stage. All right, please welcome to the podcast the most interesting origin of a name that I've ever come across legna sadio jobert hey what's up Legna?
2: Hey, hey
1: thank you so much for joining me
2: oh thank you for having me i'm so pumped to be here
1: yeah yeah okay let's just get let's just get into this okay so before we started um i thought i like had your name your first name down pat no problem lania what's up Lanya? how are <laughs> you let's h- help me out with your last name and then you help me out with your last name because it's a combination of of two other cultures and then i'm like okay so what's up and you're like well actually my first name is <laughs> so tell tell us tell us about that because it's amazing
2: i like almost did not say anything about my first name? There have oh, been what? Are you gonna gonna just,
1: You're gonna let me just call you, b- pronounce your name incorrectly all 30 minutes of this episode?
2: I have done that before. Uh-oh. I have had like friendships with people for a while. So <laughs> you know, you really, really um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm so pumped to be here. Yes, yeah, so Legna is angel spelled backwards and Cedillo is a Mexican name. And then my husband is French Canadian and German and Irish and a whole bunch of other things. So here we are with Joe Bear, which is cool because it sounds like Colbert, who I love. So.
1: True, true. Okay. All right. Fair. So you said your dad's name is Angel.
2: Yes. Angel in Spanish.
1: Yes. Angel. So he was like, you know what? I'd like to have this connection with my daughter. I'm just going to flip my name backwards and boom, (laughs) here we go. Leg.
2: I don't know what was going on when they were thinking about what they were going to name me, and I, I think my name was supposed to be Aurora, which is cool. Yeah, I, I could have been Aurora, um, but uh, yeah, they started they started doing this with a whole bunch of names. They were like, "Well, what about this name backwards and that name backwards?" Because you know, heaven is they they do heaven um, backwards as names. I've I've seen that before. Nevaeh. Navea. Yeah. okay. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know exactly how it went down, but
1: here this, we are. This would be a fun <laughs> game, maybe, trying to find as many words to, to spell backwards and come up with a new name as possible.
2: Oh, man, I used to do that. And I, for the longest time, I didn't really like my name because no one could pronounce it, yeah. obviously. And so everyone, I, I they would do like roll call in class. And I always knew it was my name because they would just take this really long pause. And take a big breath. <laughs> and really try, and I, I commended them for it, you know? But it was also the first and last name that always got butchered. So I was just like, man, I a just whammy. need to change my name.
1: Right, right. Uh, how is it when you're at uh, at auditions and the the monitor's calling out headshots?
2: Actually, it's been fine. I remember oh. a, a one that I had just a couple of weeks ago. She said it, she said it right. I, I'm always like, yes, you did it, when they say it right, because it just doesn't really happen very often, so. Yeah. Just gotten lucky. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, all right. So we're we're getting into a little bit of the origin of your name and some family stuff. I, I saw you went to school uh, at Kansas. Are you from Kansas? Where are you originally from?
2: Yeah. So I was born in Kansas City on the Missouri side.
1: Right. Yeah. I know. I know this fun fact. Hey. Not everyone knows this fun fact.
2: Casey Mo. Um. Yeah. I was born on the Missouri side, and then we moved to the Kansas side when I was in middle school. So, um, predominantly grew up in kansas yeah i would say most of my what i know is from the kansas side um but yeah i went to ku big basketball school uh rock chalk and um loved lawrence our college town and yeah studied psychology and then moved up to new york afterwards i always knew i wanted to do something in the arts something involved with singing and using my voice in some capacity um So the second I graduated, I was like, okay, it's time. Let's go. Um, And so I moved up here and started going to auditions. I didn't know what I was doing, truthfully. Um, And uh, and
1: During your psychology training, they didn't (laughs) teach you how to audition? (laughs) They didn't
2: didn't prepare me. Um, Yeah, yeah. I have a bone to pick with them about that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I knew I wanted to do something in theater, but it was really important for my family and for me too to get um a college degree and you know my my dad was like well you have to be a doctor um <laughs> and it's like i don't know dad
1: is he still um, holding on to that dream
2: no no he has since he has since <laughs> said you know that wasn't going to be your path which i am grateful for and it, it, he was right it wasn't going to be my path mm-hmm. um but but yeah i i, I was the first um, one of my family to, to go to college and and finish college. So, um, it was a really big deal for me and I loved psychology and, um, yeah, so I, that's what I, that's what I studied and it actually has helped me a lot, um, in this industry.
1: Uh, yeah, Uh, actually it's a great point. Yeah. I (laughs) definitely see the major benefits of, of knowing the mind in and out and uh, being able to battle through or work through, you would probably say work through or work with maybe, um, maybe. the the, the, <laughs> the problems, the complications, the ups and downs of the industry for sure. For
2: sure. I mean, I was not prepared for the mental hurdles of this industry, even after you book a job. Um, so that's been a whole learning curve in and of itself. But um, yeah, moved out here, started doing auditions and um, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do musical theater now. And, uh, but I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, but one of my best friends from college actually moved up with me and she herself is an amazing singer songwriter. And, um, we've always wanted, we always wanted to collaborate. And so we were like, you know what, let's, let's do it. And so we started writing and singing together and that became Lumos, our pop soul duo. And that actually became the heart of what we were doing for the la- for about four or five years um, while we were in New York. And so a musical theater kind of took a backseat a little bit. Um, but I, it was always kind of there like, ah, ah, yes, I do. I do love that. And I mm-hmm. loved performing and being on stage and being able to be part of a collaborative process and um, be together as a team. Um, so I missed it a little bit, but that was, that wasn't what I was focusing on at the time. Um, so I was doing a lot of jingles for <laughs> commercials, a lot of toy commercial jingles um, and doing gigs in the city. For how, you,
1: how did you fall into like your voiceover work and your jingle work?
2: Yeah. So our producer um, for our Lumos stuff um, was involved in that world. And he was like, you know what, I think your voices would be would be good for this. And so we it kind of fell on our laps um, and I fell in love with it. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. And I had always wanted to do voiceover work. So that was kind of a good way to transition. in. so um, a funny way to, to fall into it, but um, yeah. yeah.
1: Are you still in that world at all? Are you like in your closet with pillows next to you, like soundproofing your recordings like room?
2: Oh yeah. My, oh yeah, yeah. I still do voiceover. I don't do jingles as much anymore. Um, but, uh, but I do a lot of voiceover for commercials and random stuff. Um, so yeah, so my closet is filled with, it used to be pillows and all these coats and all this stuff. And then I upgraded to, uh, basically movers blankets you know those like big hefty blankets so the ones you yeah, usually
1: see in like the elevators for the <laughs> exactly. <that one's> movie
2: <laughs> exactly um but they call them producers blankets which uh-huh. sure. um and uh so yeah so my closet is lined with that and uh have some twinkle lights to give me some cool like room effect you know mm-hmm. um yeah, so <laughs> still have the studio going.
1: all right cool and Lumo still, still at it or it's on a pause. What's your, what's going on with, with that right now?
2: Yeah, it's still there. My, um, my roommate actually moved to LA, which is so cool. And she does a lot of music for um, the sync world. So she writes music for film TV. Um, uh, so she's, she's very much focused in that. And um, right now with, with stuff that I've been doing, that's kind of, been what has taken a little bit more of front seat but it's still there and whenever we're back together we want to do shows and stuff so um so yeah limos is yeah. still alive
1: <laughs> yeah i was, I was listening uh, as i was prepping for uh this episode and i'm into it so i cool. probably gonna be listening i'm <laughs> probably gonna be listening to some more as i transition to the coffee shop after this to do some work so um, <laughs>
2: well thank you thank you
1: Appreciate yeah yeah it. Uh, so Americano, Americano, when, what, what, what's the, the, like the first part of this story for you? When did you hear about it? How long have you been with the show? Tell me uh, a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So I, I first heard about the show last year in the fall. Um, there was this, there was, uh, an audition for a workshop and I actually was not able to audition because, um, one of my best friends was getting married at the time and, a workshop, the workshop only lasted like less than two weeks. So um, I knew I wasn't going to really be able to take any time off. So I saw it, thought it was cool. I was like, oh man, can't I can't audition for this. So I put it, was, I had to say no. And um, a few months later, late January, my um, manager reached out to me and was like, hey, so the show's actually now going to Off-Broadway. Um, would you want to go in for it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So that was um, very end, tail end of January, went in person um, on a Thursday, auditioned with like, I don't know, I think it was two or three different sides and two songs, um, went for a callback the next day. And um, I thought it hadn't gone very well. um, and so um why,
1: why is that why why did you
2: well i that? the the very you know how like you're in an audition room and you can you can sense at the end when they're like well thank you so much for your time and you're like yeah okay that was like, yeah yeah okay oh, cool yeah. so yeah. the the director kind of did michael kind of did that but instead he was like well thank you um merry christmas and you know happy new year like yeah um merry christmas and Happy New Year, dude, to too. <laughs> so, like, leave. And um, um, I went to Whole Foods. I remember going to Whole Foods and getting some tres leches. Um, uh-huh. what my husband and I love to eat that. And that was my consolation prize. I was like, you know what? You did it. You, you had fun. Um, it's all good. Have your cake. And uh, was in at the grocery store in line. And my manager calls me and she's like, well, you booked it. Um, and so that that cake became celebratory cake very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I have to call you back. I'm in line. Um, and uh, so that was that was amazing. It was a really cool fun experience. I had never had that much fun in an audition room. It just I think something just went off in my brain. Um, I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself and um, have been trying to kick the perfectionist mindset and so anytime time I would enter an audition room, my mind would go to, how do I do this right? What's the right way? And, um, I'd been really working on that. And this was one of the first times I had gone into an audition room, just kind of being like, you know what, just like play, have fun, explore, just, you know, the lines, just, just be there, be present. And, um, and so I really used that exercise for myself and I mean, it, it, it worked out. Um, and, yeah, I just had a lot of fun and felt grounded and felt felt there. It just it just clicked. Um, yeah. and I really love this character. And so I think there was just so much love and and personal heart of what I felt a kinship to this person and the story at large that I just I don't know there was there was just a zest and a passion for the work mm-hmm. that I think also carried me. Through. and that's maybe why I felt so
1: grounded too the character it's Ceci. yes okay yeah Ceci so Lopez Ceci Lopez so is this character similar to you or did you have to like do some channeling of other people and <laughs> because like, I um, see I it was my first time seeing you in person so I'm like oh okay like this care is is this similar to who she really <laughs> tell me tell me about that process
2: um I remember feing, feeling pretty intimidated by the word tomboy because that was one of her like first descriptions was tomboy. And um, I had to work with what that what that looks like for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I really didn't want it to fall into like a stereotypical tomboy esque. So how to make sure my essence was there. Um, but she herself is Mexican-American. She was born in the States, which is my story as well. And she comes from a long line of, um, of family and military. And my dad was military in Mexico. Um, so there were, there were definitely a lot of similarities, um, that I thought were really, really cool. And that I, I felt connected to. Um, so I think the tomboy thing was the biggest thing that I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> um, but now she's just such a like lively, joyful, um, determined individual that I was just excited to put those shoes on um, and be able to represent as a Latina. Um, yeah. On stage and. Um,
1: what's what's yeah. that do to your cast and the production? Uh, In comparison to other shows that you've been in, like that, just the importance of your people being represented and you actually being, all of you collectively being the ones to kind of portray that on the stage.
2: Ooh, I mean, this was my, this is the, there's nothing like it. This is the first time that I've experienced something like this, where um, the cast is predominantly all Latinos and all have we all ha- are connected in different ways and there are so many parallels and similarities to our stories, but also, um, you know, not everyone is Mexican. So we have people um, uh, with, with ties to Cuba or the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico. And um, so getting to learn from each other and our own cultures and experiences and, and bringing that in has been so, ugh, it's, it's a family. And um, yeah, yeah, it really is. That's
1: nice. cool. Uh, I have to shout him out. So back in the day when I was up on the stage, I got to work with this kind soul, Lucas Coatney. Um,
2: yes. Oh.
1: We, we worked together in 2011. Tell, tell give us uh, something about Lucas that some of the shenanigans that he pulls backstage because I know there's plenty of them.
2: <laughs> um, okay, oh man, oh man i mean he is really just one of the kindest human beings there ever was and i don't know how he does this but he literally knows everyone it doesn't matter who i say he's like oh yeah this person oh yeah oh he's like my brother he's like with it. um which is just says so much about the light that he is um mm-hmm. i mean he's yeah he's someone that i love him very dearly mm-hmm. um shenanigans backstage
1: He's not behaving backstage. Come on, what's he doing back there? He, no, he is. Oh wow! And, you friend. know, I
2: I had heard he wasn't going to, so I was I was like I was I was excited to see what shenanigans he was going to be pulling. But yeah, no, he's he's really not. I mean, it's really fun to do scenes with him on stage. Um, yeah, we have these couple moments where we just get to kind of play and have fun, and um, it's really easy to laugh.
1: Yeah. With him. so you're coming to a close at new world stages um are you he gave me kind of like the skinny of like maybe there's more you know down the road um what's what's your what are you thinking you're gonna be hanging around or can you give us an inside scoop here <laughs> on the podcast what's up
2: on the podcast in exclusive yeah um, yeah
1: can you do like a first release here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Honestly.
2: I personally don't really know exactly what's happening. Um,
1: Good answer. I I
2: know there's a lot of like excitement and hope. And I mean, I'm on, I'm on board for whatever. So I'm, I'm very much, if, if Lord willing, I get to be part of whatever next phase it goes to, would absolutely love that. Um, So yeah, that is definitely the hope. Um, There's the hope has always been, I believe for this work to, to get to the Broadway platform. And it's so close. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that is the direction that it's hopefully going to. Um, so we'll know, I, th- I believe we'll know. Soon. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah. Alright. So it's i I know you have some some places to be. I, I appreciate your time. I want to do a little after hours here. Good. And just um, get to know Legna outside of the stage a bit. You brought up you uh majored in psychology. You brought up chalk, 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 Rock Chalk. What is it? Kansas basketball. Rock,
2: <laughs> rock chalk. chalk. It's KU. Yeah. It's our. It's a yeah.
1: I I, I I know this. My I have a couple of friends that that went there. So um, okay, who cool. who is Legna like off the stage like? Like, what are you into? You said you you like. Uh, would you say Tracey's or, or like-
2: <laughs> yes, the one from Whole Foods? If you okay. haven't tried it yet, okay, just do it. Take okay. my word for it.
1: Where um, where's your favorite place in the city to go? If like the um, paparazzi wants to come, like get pictures of you going out. Like, what's one of your favorite spots to go?
2: I love Dumbo in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, there's this amazing bagel spot called La Bagel Delight, and I love bagels so much.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. And
2: uh, So getting to have a New York bagel is, and uh, yeah, you walk the promenade in Dumbo, such a beautiful view.
1: You like it's, the carousel there? You like the carousel?
2: I have never been on the carousel. But
1: well, you've seen um,
2: But I've seen it, yeah.
1: That, that carousel, whole area
2: is just beautiful.
1: That carousel is from a burnt down theme park in my hometown of Youngstown, Ohio. No way. Yeah, it's called Jane's Carousel because this woman, they were like auctioning off all these pieces of the carousel and this woman, Jane, uh, from Dumbo, her husband, they were artists and they're like, we're going to buy the whole thing and refurbish it. So they bought it, brought it to Dumbo, fixed it up and now it's dis- it's displayed where it's at now in Dumbo. No way. Yeah, so if you do go, there's like this Big uh stone kind of like plaque where it's got like background on the carousel. And at yeah. the very top it'll say from Idora Park in Youngstown, Ohio.
2: <laughs> That's actually really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. To, uh, people-
2: That's like a fun fact part. You can like bring up at a party or something. Yeah. That's like, what I know.
1: The two uh, pizza spots in Dumbo. It's what is it like? Juliana's and
2: Grimaldi's.
1: Yeah. Grimaldi's. Maybe? Yeah.
2: Um, also a really good Shake Shack there. Um, we're, making yeah, all,
1: we're making all of our listeners hungry by now, probably.
2: Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Um, I love food. That is.
1: Yeah, Me too. Yeah, definitely.
2: I love food so much. And my husband does too. So we're always looking to try new spots. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, there's actually a really good donut place. Um tell me more. <laughs> in Hoboken that funny enough they're all gluten-free which sounds that that wouldn't really entice me but I'm not kidding it's one of the best donuts I've ever had.
1: All right. Name. Yeah, let's take my word for it cuz yeah. I, I saw your face. <laughs> you know the name?
2: <laughs> you were immediately checked out. You're like, "Eh,
1: <laughs> you cool. lost me, you lost me at gluten free Now i'm just
2: <laughs> i know i thought i had lost myself when the, yeah but it's fine it's really good um mm-hmm. but yeah no we uh love marvel um okay
1: tell me more what's your favorite marvel movie
2: oh no favorite marvel movie <gasps> okay well i i mean Endgame always gets me um <laughs> yeah it really does like,
1: to the point of tears you're crying
2: Always, you know, when he's like on your left and they all come out. I'm always like, woo. I have this thing where no matter what, in some part of a Marvel movie or show, at some point I just get really hyped and I'm like, woo. And that's one of those that's one of those moments for me. It yeah. just it's so good. Um, but yeah, I thought WandaVision was great. I loved Loki. Uh mm. I really loved Loki. Are you a Marvel person? The,
1: the TV show, like the, the TV show. Oh yeah, I watched. I binge watched that. It was so. It was good. so
2: good. Uh, I'll watch Tom Hiddleston in anything. He's just so good.
1: Yeah, my um, I I got my dog in 2000, I think 11ish, around when the first Thor movie came out, and uh, his name is Thor. So, oh
2: no way! Yeah,
1: and then I got another dog around 2018 or 19. And uh, she's a girl, I, uh, uh, whatever, rescued her, um, yeah. and we named her Pepper Potts, uh, oh which is gosh. Iron Man's girlfriend. Yes,
2: that's so good.
1: But we chose that one because uh, Pepper Potts, like, when she becomes, she gets her own, like, suit, you know?
2: She, yeah. yeah, yeah, Her
1: name is Rescue. That's her name. That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's really cool. We're, we have a cat, um, and... We were gonna maybe go with a Marvel name, but we ended up going with Lord of the Rings. So his name is Pippin.
1: Okay, fair. <laughs> Which a
2: lot of people are always like, "Oh, the the musical."
1: Right, right. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> no. All right. Last <laughs> question. Uh, leaving the the listeners with a little bit of inspiration. You had you had spoken about entering the room to just kind of like have fun, create, let the material you know live in you, as opposed to being so much of a perfectionist as you close the show and you move on to other auditions and just moving forward, how, how are you going to continue that on? What's your mindset in just living, just letting it loose.
2: I think I always fought and I know I'm not alone in this of wanting to be uh, the question of, am I good enough? Um, am I enough? And for me, remembering like you are, you absolutely are. And, um, So that I think is what I'll be continuing to take with me. And, um, and we can, we put so much, like, for me, it can be such like high stakes of wanting to make something good and awesome and um, which can just make a lot of pressure. And um, so, uh, yeah, just being present and life is short it really is. Um, and we get to do this, which is such a like really cool thing. And we put a lot of work into it. Um, but being able to just let that go and, um, know that that technique and work is, is there and you can trust it and you can trust yourself.
1: Cool. Legna, thanks so much.
2: Thank you. Thank (laughs) you so much.
1: All right, everyone. That was Legna Sadio Jobert. You can see uh, her Instagram on the gram. It's literally her name. Awesome branding there. Keep it simple. Keep it really easy for the people to to find out. Uh, That's going to be in the description of this episode, as well as her website, um, as well as her uh, album, like where you can listen to her music. So all that stuff, click it, like it, follow it, swipe up on it, double tap it, share it, all the things um yeah buildforthestage.com try out a free trial with me and uh that'd be great actors are athletes so start training like one later
0: Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site wide with code MOM at OSEAMalibu.com. Go to OSEAMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site wide.